Welcome to the Faith Heart Business Podcast, the podcast sure to increase your energy and your expectation for living a life of true purpose and abundance. Now, here is your host, life and energy coach, Nicole Bird. Hey, everyone, Coach Nicole Bird here with you, sharing with you from my Faith, Heart, and Business podcast. So listen, today I wanted to chime in with you and talk with you about this whole idea of having the mindset of being future-focused. This whole idea came up for me as I am myself continuing in my journey to kind of try to process my emotions, right? And I believe that there are two parts. One, I'm in a journey trying to process my emotions. And the second part of that is that we are approaching 2021. And so the challenge of moving forward and being hopeful when 2020 has been such a tough season for us all is the challenge. And so my intentions today are to possibly give you some practical and spiritual insights into your planning for 2021. When you think about setting goals and getting clarity about your life for the coming year, all of these things, I believe that is what true discovery of purpose is. And that's basically where you take some time to sit and figure it out. And now when we look at this, I'm not talking about from a place of perfection or the fact that you have all the answers, but just trying to get in a space where you are emotionally, spiritually, and mentally able to dream again after you've been through a major transition. I hope that's making sense for you. So here today, I kind of want to share that with you. So let's go ahead and let's get into it. So personally, what I think we should all put into motion is a moment of reflection before we actually move forward. And what I mean by that is Assessing where you are, looking at the tough parts of your life, looking at what worked and what didn't work. What are some of the life lessons you learned? Where do you feel or believe you failed the most? What are some habits, right, that you created both good and bad? And look at that. Now, we're not looking at these things, you know, to beat ourselves up with them. But what we're looking for is patterns. We're looking for spaces that need to be corrected, things we need to continue with or stop doing. And so you can do this reflection, you know, by writing notes to yourself in your journal. And even more than that, you can start to ask yourself some questions like, what made me happy the most in my life this past year? In spite of all that had transpired, you know, with the pandemic and losing loved ones and some of us have lost jobs and relationships. Our lives have been turned upside down. Oh, even through all of that, what made me happy the most in my life this past year? Another question you can ask yourself is, what in my life made me feel like I was suffering the most? Like what things transpired in my life that I felt like it was really tough for me. It hurt me the most. And then another question is, who were those people that supported me the most this past year? Really taking a look at that, taking some time to really look at your life in 2020 and looking at the things that made you happy, the things that challenged you in your habits and your beliefs. 
all of those things. And really looking at your supporting cast, those people around you, right? That's what I would do first. Really look at where I was or where I am. And then number two, I would then begin to think about from that space, what is it that I really want in my life in 2021? Who is it that I really want in my life? Remember, I talked about those people that supported you or those people who didn't support you. Because one of the life lessons I learned in my transition and going through the grief process is that you begin to clearly see who's for you and who's not for you. You get that revelation about who's your supporting cast and who's not supporting cast. Those people who have the capacity and the compassion to handle the transition that you're going through, you're able to really see that. And so you need to ask the question, who is it that I really want in my life in 2021? And then ask this question, why do I want it? And with all of it, when I look at what do I want in my life, Who do I want in my life? Who I don't want in my life? When I look at all of it is what I am desiring, right? Is it aligned with God's will for my life? Now, this space, it's sensitive. It's a space of vulnerability, right? Because you are casting your desires and your hearts and your needs into the hands of the father, right? And you are allowing him to be shepherd and Lord of your life with the things that you want to do. Right. And so in this space, I believe through prayer and meditation and reading God's word, it's in this space that we can discover God's purpose for our lives for the new year. Now, even with that, we need to ask some questions. I have some questions for you. This popped up for me. What did God say last year? What did God say last year? And is he saying the same thing for next year? And then how can we partner with God and submit to what he's saying for us and to us? Because I know a lot of times personally, we are searching the heart of God. We're looking for a new word. We're looking for a fresh word when God is saying I have already spoken. God is saying, I have already given you the word, right? The problem is that we struggle at submitting to what he's already said. We struggle at being consistent to what we vow to make happen in partnership with God. And then sometimes because we don't see the fruit, we want to let go of what God has said. But the word of God teaches us to not despise small beginnings and that it takes time for things to grow. It takes time to build things. And so we have to be very careful when we are listening to different prophetic voices in our lives, right? So we have to ask the question, is that word of pronouncement, is that prophetic voice, is the word that's being spoken, is that a word for me and my family? It is through, get this, your relationship and closeness with God that we can hear his voice for us individually. So we have to be careful with that. There are some things God has given us to do and we have not completed the work or the assignment he has already given us. And so in my spirit this morning, it's just kind of resonating with me. Finish what you started. Finish what you started. 
And I hear in my spirit that we need to stop asking God for more when we have not completed what he has given. God is asking us to be faithful over a few things. And then the scripture says, I will make you ruler over many. So we have to be faithful to the task at hand, the duty of the moment. And then when we've done that, then God will expand. So with this as well, you want to take note of it. You want to journal it. And then what you want to do is you want to sit with it for a day or two. Meditate on it. Let it marinate with you. See what pops up. See what resonates with you during those couple of days. Just kind of sit with it. And then number three, after we have assessed our past, we've taken a step back. And after we begin to jot down and meditate on what we believe God is saying for our future, then we can begin to ask God to help us devise a plan, right? The how. How can I get this done? What would be my daily cadence that I can stick to to make this happen in my life? And be realistic with it. You know, we have commitments, we have work, we have family, we have church, we have other things in our life that we have on the table. And so we have to ask God, how does this fit in and how can I stay faithful to it without dropping the ones I love in my life? This could be a dangerous place because God gives us a vision and we still have other commitments. There are the things that God has given us leadership over and he hasn't said, let go of that to do this. Right. And so we have to figure out how we can get it all done. How can we wear all the hats? And this could be you doing small steps every day or two days a week or one day a week where that's all you work on. This is what we call creating time blocks to do your work, organizing when you're going to do your work. And then what you want to do is then schedule it on your calendar. Right. Because I believe if it's not scheduled, you're probably not going to do it at all. You're probably not going to be in a space to manifest if it's not on your calendar. Also, keep yourself in the mindset that plans are works in progress, meaning you can always make changes to it. It's a living document because life happens and we're not in control. And so sometimes we may have a way or a plan in mind and then an interruption happens. There's a scripture that just came to me. It says, many are the plans in a man's heart, but it's God's purposes that will prevail. And so we must leave space for those ups and downs of life, right? Because life is going to happen. If 2020 hasn't taught us anything, we know we're not in control of how God flows and how things are happening in our world. And so if we need some time off, if we put that in a plan, we could come back and pick it up again. So we have to plan realistically and we have to account for life interruptions in our planning. I also would make the recommendation is to assign deadlines. We need deadlines, right? You need to assign a date of completion. And for me, this helps me with motivation. It helps me to keep myself accountable to what I said that I was going to get done. And then lastly, I would implement some checkpoints, spaces where I can assess my progress. Looking at it, I would look at it every 21 to 30 days, maybe, to see if the project is moving forward, right? Evaluating it and seeing if we can go faster or if we need to slow down. 
right? So creating those check-in points, those milestone check-ins to measure how effective you are being with your project. So yeah, 2020 for me and most people has been tough, but I am hopeful and hopefully something I said today will allow you to be intentional and participate in the process. And I believe when we're intentional and we're active in the process, this speaks to our hope, right? This speaks to our faith in in action and for what we believe God will and can do in our lives. We're out of time today. Thank you so much for tuning in with me. I hope you enjoyed our time together. Do me a favor, share the podcast with someone you know who is looking to build their dreams with God so they can help more people. You can connect with me and others. I have a great community on Facebook. It's the 700 AD Emotional and Spiritual Wellness Group. Or you can tag me on Instagram or Facebook at Nicole Bird, B-Y-R-D. And let me know about your one takeaway from today's podcast. Or you can send me a message on my website, NicoleLives.com, because I would love to meet you. Until next time, have an amazing day.